welcome to the Joy with Jacks podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Stevens. I'm a high performer, a Virgo, a manifesting generator, and my emotions are my superpower. I was a director of global education and I've turned into a transformational coach. Several years ago, I had a big bout with burnout, a big breakup, and I started my spiritual journey to discover who am I without all of these external accomplishments and achievements. My journey always led me back to relationships. I also started to master the nuances of dating in the modern world. Now, as a certified relationship and self-development coach, a master energy practitioner, and a science of well-being from Yale, I work with high-achieving women to create relationships that they really want. Whether you're single or paired, my intention for this podcast is to educate you on ways that you can become more intimate with yourself, more intimate with your desires, and more intimate in your relationships. Get ready for Relationship Joy with Jax. Welcome back, you guys. It is the seventh episode of the podcast. And it's been a minute since I've been here. Um, I was just looking back and my last recorded episode was in August of 2022. And it is now January of 2023. But what's really special about that is that this is episode seven and 2023 is a seven year because two plus two plus three is seven. So there's actually this really great article that I read in Mind Body Green about all of the magical things that are supposed to be happening this year. And I'm here for it. And I feel like this episode is ushering us into the new year. You're going to start to hear some new themes, some new energy from me. And I wanted to just give you a little context into where I've been and where Joy with Jax has been and where my business has been since the last time we connected because transparency is one of my top values and it's just important. This is like a community to me. Um, I love hearing from you guys. I've heard so much feedback from you about asking for more episodes and saying that you're still really enjoying the episodes that are out. Um, and then also some feedback that's like, maybe you could do quicker episodes so that you could do them more often because we want to hear them more. And so thank you so much for all the feedback. It always feels so good to know who's listening, to know that it's making an impact. Um, and then it's continuing to make an impact. So you guys, <laughs> This is, you know, I'm annoyed because I haven't been podcasting because it is something that I so enjoy. The educator, the kind of the trainer, the facilitator, but also just the human in me really enjoys this part of my job. And so after I started the podcast, my business started getting really busy, <laughs> which is something to massively celebrate. But I onboarded 14 clients between July in September. And that was a lot of volume for me. That was the most clients that I have started working with in that short of an amount of time in a one-on-one -on -one capacity. 
And oh my gosh, I learned so much. Um, obviously through the service that I have done and am continuing to do, but also just in terms of like scheduling and how I manage my time. And so the podcast took a back burner because my paid clients were definitely on the front burner. And so I worked really hard towards the end of last year, um, putting some strategies in place for this year so that I could continue to deliver on what's really important for me to deliver. And that is this podcast. And so, you know, I have moving forward, won't be taking clients one week out of the month so that during that week of the month, I can really focus on building out content, building out um, this podcast. I am going to start writing a book, um, which is so incredible. And so I just want to be able to have time for those creative projects in addition to all of that heartfelt service work that I'm doing with clients. And I learned about my energy and what's possible. Um, and since I've left corporate, I have really been so intentional about integrating different parts of my life. And that's one of the things that we're going to talk about today is integration and really about this concept that you are a whole and holy being. And so within my business, I learned about, you know, how I needed to shift and move my energy so that I could continue to um, support myself, support my clients, and really support the continued depth and development of my work. So I just wanted to give you guys, you know, a little update on me, where I've been. Um, I'm still taking on clients. I have um, some openings over the next couple of months. I've started a new program, which is phenomenal. Um, open to all genders, male and female. It is mostly female, which is amazing. So I uh, just wanted to know, wanted you to know that if you are interested in working with me, that's still something that we can do. And I want to share with you guys today, again, about this whole idea of wholeness. Now, I like to kind of walk you all through like the problem, the solution, some education, and some of the actions that you guys can take. But overall, you know, I see one big fundamental reason why people are getting love, relationships, and dating, and I'm doing this in air quotes, wrong. Um, you know, there isn't necessarily a right or a wrong way to do things, but there is, you know, ways that lead us to success faster. And so that's what I want to offer for you guys today. Um, and one of the big thought errors that I see so often that causes a lot of distress in dating and relationships, even if you're in a dating um, situation or a marriage, um, is that um, you're not complete without a relationship. Right. There's this big kind of idea in our zeitgeist that there's something wrong with being single. I hear a lot of incoming clients saying things like, you know, they'll be happy when they have a relationship or they'll be 
you know, complete when they have this relationship that they need somebody to complete them. And so I want to offer to you that these are all thought errors, meaning they're thoughts that you're having that are not necessarily true thoughts. And if you are thinking that these are true thoughts, then you're probably not happy in relationship because our thoughts a lot of times are what determines our feelings. And so if you don't like the way that you're feeling, we need to work with our feelings, but we also really need to work with our thoughts. And so again, being in these thoughts is what is maybe causing you to not see success when you're seeking relationships. It might be one of the things that's causing you to avoid putting yourself out there. It might be keeping you stuck in specific dating loops because these are thoughts that are not serving you. Now, I also just like to say it's not your fault up until now that you have been having a lot of these thoughts because these are thoughts that are deeply wound within our culture. So, you know, I like to just think of movies or television shows or even things that we've heard within our own family that um, make us understand that we're not complete until we're in a relationship. You know, there's so much talk about soulmates and all of these things. And so with this narrative, this lens that we have taken on, it creates a lot of pressure for us. It creates a lot of pressure for ourselves to find a relationship, to find a relationship that simulates the feelings that maybe we've seen on movies our whole life. And it also means that if we think of ourselves in this way, that a relationship is actually more so filling a gap than it is creating abundance. Because if you're not complete and you need a relationship to complete you, that's not necessarily a thought that is based in an abundance mindset. And that's what I'm going to offer you today is to start to create an abundance mindset around dating and around relationships. So these old thoughts, again, these thought errors that I've just shared with you, these things may have kept you stuck in heartbreak and in catabolic energy. And so I want to offer you some solutions because that's what I'm here for. I want to give you a better or a different, a more evolved way of doing things. And so I'm going to offer you some things and I want you to think about them and take with you what feels really good. So in my group coaching program this last week, one of the things that we talked about was this idea and concept that you are a whole and holy human being. Now there's a lot of different parts to you and who you are. And so I'm going to just kind of share some of these with you. I shared a slide, um, in class, but for you guys, you're going to get the rundown. So there's your soul. Your soul is part of who you are. There is where you come from, the community and the tribe that you come from. There is your family place, you know, maybe you're a son or a daughter or a sister 
or a brother or a cousin or however that looks. Maybe you're a pet mom or a pet dad. So your joys and your pleasures also a part of you. What you do for your work or what you do with your purpose, another important part of you. There's also your struggles and your shadows, the parts of you that maybe you um, don't like to see. These also might be parts that you avoid showing to other people when you're in a relationship. But all of these different parts of your dynamic create you, a whole and holy human being. Now, the reason why that's important is because if you start to think of yourself as whole, it means that you're not missing anything and that there's nothing wrong with you. And that's one of the big things I want to offer to you is that you are worthy, that you are lovable, that you have purpose, and that you are also designed to be in community and to be in relationships. And so blessing you with this idea that you are whole, a whole and holy human being. And I want you to start to think about how you can start to cultivate a better relationship with yourself daily. Now, a lot of people might be approaching relationship from a place of anxiety, right? The pressure to be complete. And so as a whole being, I want you to make your relationship with yourself your biggest priority, because when you're in that space and when you're in that place, that's when you can start to magnetize and attract other people who are also in that space and in that place so that your relationship doesn't feel heavy. It feels like something that enlivens you. So when I first started going through my dark night of the soul, this big spiritual journey of mine that started about four years ago, one of the initial things that I really did was to, again, look at my relationship with myself and I'll kind of share with you some of what I did to start to get back to who I was. Um, one of the big things, the big joys for me, a big theme for me in my life is cooking and making myself meals and making sure that I'm feeding myself delicious, nutritious, and healthy foods. So that's part of my, um, daily routine for many reasons, but one of them is because I'm also a type one diabetic. And so my health is super important to me. And when I was working in corporate and when I was working in retail, I never felt that I had the permission to take a break when my body said that I needed, when my blood sugar was low or when my blood sugar was high or when I needed to eat, I was always at response to work or my customers or my boss. And when I made this big shift in my life, I made this big shift with how I eat as well and has done nothing but serve me. Another thing is, again, related to the relationship with my body was like moving my body frequently. And so if you, <laughs> if we're connected on Instagram, you know that I go to yoga all of the time. I go to the beach so often because these are ways that I am elevating my relationship with myself. And so I want you to think about yourself and to think about 
what are some of the things that you can do on a daily basis to make yourself feel better, to create a healthier and stronger relationship with yourself? Now, is it, this isn't write down like 800 things. I just gave two really solid examples of how I committed to eating differently and how I committed to moving my body. There wasn't metrics around it. There wasn't, I'm not going to yoga eight days a week. Um, and it's going to look like this. It's more so these simple steps of how I can really show up for myself on a daily basis. I'm going to do one more because everybody always loves it (laughs) when I share this one. And I think that this is such another example. If you are lacking in the self-love department or the self-esteem apartment, currently, this is a wonderful practice and it's putting on lotion period. (laughs) It's literally buying yourself a beautiful oil or a beautiful lotion that smells really amazing. And every time you get out of the shower, it's lathering yourself in this beautiful shea butter delight and telling yourself and your body how much it means to you. So those are some really amazing examples of how you can cultivate a better relationship with yourself. But I want you to really think about what's something that you can take away from today's episode that you can start to commit to yourself to make your relationship stronger. Another solution to the thought errors that we discussed earlier are to really work on cultivating your relationships with other people. Now, this is your community. This is your family. This is even potentially people within your workplace. But if you desire to have a really amazing partnership, which is what my desire is for myself and for you, then I want you to start thinking of any relationship that you have as an active place to elevate your relationship skill. Now, again, This isn't like tomorrow, go and elevate your relationships in every place of your life, but maybe write down two or three people that you would like to focus on having a better relationship with. And just by making that declaration, you're already initiating change, but I would continue to just go back and reevaluate how it is that you want to continue to elevate that relationships. So I want to introduce you to my dating philosophy, which is not dating from a place of scarcity, which is not dating from a place of anxiety or insecurity or people pleasing, but it's really, again, dating from this place of wholeness, dating from a place of abundance and dating from a place of possibility. So this is one of my favorite (laughs) videos that I've made on Instagram, and I call my method dating consciously without attachment. So I created this framework, honestly, just through my own experience, through all of my dating experience over the last specifically four years, um, but obviously culminating experiences that I had had in the past as well, and kind of assessing what I didn't do quote, right. And how I really could have shifted moving forward. So I am an expert 
<laughs> when it comes to dating and when it comes to modeling a new mindset for dating. And I want to start with the notion that dating is not a means to an end. We don't date to get a relationship. We actually are dating to create relationships. So to me, and for what I teach my clients, dating is a dynamic circular process of meeting new people, of making new connections, and about learning yourself through the active act of relating and engaging with other people. So dating isn't this idea or this notion that we expect the one to just show up magically in our lives and make things easy for us. Now, I see this a lot on dating. When people are on dating apps, they put so much pressure on poor Joe, who works at Salesforce, that this person thinks that Joe has got to be the one for them. And it's not, it's just not real. You know, we can't expect people to come in and make our lives magically better. It's putting way too much pressure on them. And it's not a healthy pressure. It's not a good place for you to be in. I want you to recognize that you're not some, you know, prince or princess that's going to get saved. You're a divine and whole human. Now, when people date with the pressure of finding the one, they are constantly feeling and experiencing failure and disappointment and honestly, rejection. And so that is not the framework that we operate in. I recommend dating consciously without attachment, dating with joy. And it's from this lens that you will date with the intention to build connections because building connections is actually what builds relationship. So if you were to adopt the dating consciously without attachment method, then you will learn from every single person that you meet. You will learn from every single person that you match with. You will learn from the experiences of not matching with the person that you really wanted to match with. Some dates might lead to more dates. Some dates might lead to a relationship and some dates might lead to friendship. Other dates might lead you nowhere. Some dates might be incredibly hilarious stories, but maybe not immediately, <laughs> maybe after a while. So I want you to recognize that through dating, just like anything else, the job interview process, which is not comparable to this, um, you're going to experience negative emotions, meaning emotions that don't feel good. Again, rejection, shame, judgment, all of the things, but you're also going to experience a lot of emotions like joy and adventure and connection. So if you are somebody who wants a long-term connection, that is what's created through dating. That's not what is created through swiping. <laughs> So it's not what you get by dating. 
dating is active. It's not passive. And within dating, there is a giving and a receiving. And so if you're wanting to create more productive and more proactive and new patterns of being in relationship, then book a discovery call with me. That's literally what I'm here for. So I hope that this has been a super helpful episode for you. I hope it was good to hear my voice again. I hope you're doing well in your life. And if you have any questions about dating, relationships, then of course, I want you to reach out. Joy with Jax on Instagram, probably the easiest way to get a quick response from me. Um, But I also just wanted to always invite you to do a little bit of journaling after this so that you can kind of settle some things that you've learned and some potentially things that you are wanting to take away as always Um, rate review, share this with a friend if it was really beneficial to you. And I will talk to you soon.